Matt, uh, when I look at the, uh, the points table for 2019, um, you're at number nine with 22 points. We've got Dan at 18 with six. Um, that's, um, that's not really what we'd have expected, is it? Well, Patrick, you've just got to have a little bit of luck run your way, haven't you? So, um, you know, I'm, I'm a great believer in luck and fortune. It's got to run your way. And the car was, I mean, I've come away positive, not for points at Brands, but for how the car felt because it felt good. You know, we were in, it wasn't bad. It's just, you know, we were, we were the first time of the wet tyres on the, on the first race. Second race, I'm not too sure what happened, but oh, I'd had I had some problems with the start and that, and then the third race, um, we should have won it on the soft tyre, which no one did all all uh, weekend, and um, should have at least had a podium if. But was tyre from getting hit? So it's just it's one of those things. Yeah, I mean, tyre choice seemed to be very critical. I mean, when you when you look at the Hondas, I mean, Hondas were doing well at Brands Hatch, apart from you two guys, which weren't doing quite as well as you might have done. Uh, I think the results don't show tell the full story, so uh, I'm not l- letting that um, get in the way of uh, you know how we, how we approach the weekends going forward. So it's, that's not. Yeah, a problem. sure, sure. Donington Park, um, obviously, hope for more. Well, hope for better, I guess. Yeah. Well, it's 20 years since my first win. It's the venue of my first win, so it'd be it'd be lovely to to. Um, have a bit of an anniversary win there, wouldn't it? That would be quite poetic. What were you driving? I was driving another Japanese car, but a Nissan Primera. So, yeah. Um, yeah, time goes on. I've been with Honda a long time now. And, you know, I've had, I think I've won two races with Nissan. <laughs> total. <laughs> so I've won a lot more than that with Hondas. <laughs> I'm sure I came across <laughs> a photograph the other day of the Nissan somewhere, maybe on Google or whatever. Uh, maybe there's a few of them dotted around because I, I had a couple of years with Nissan, so um, yeah, it, you could have done potentially. Because I seem to remember actually. Um, there's the a few ended up in in Malaysia, I think they are now. Uh, okay. A couple ended up over there, but there's there's I think there's at least one over here somewhere around. Well, I can remember being at Silverstone, I think, and you were racing the Nissan Primera, and uh, we were upstairs on a double decker bus doing some work for for Austin Rover when they were running uh, the Rover series and Crikey, stuff like yeah, that. There you go. Yeah. It goes back quite a long way. People like yeah. Noel Edmonds were kicking about and even, uh, even I seem to remember, dear old John Ta- Chalice from uh, Only Fools and Horses was one of the guests as well. But, uh, I mean, happy days. But obviously these days, I mean, it, touring cars is so competitive. Um, and we're seeing, it's interesting, when you look at the leaderboard, as I say, it didn't reflect what you would expect to see as far as the, the points are concerned. Uh, it's just wide open, Patrick. I think yeah, that's I one know. of the things. It's wide open, so, uh, which is not a bad thing. It's not good for our stress levels. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it means the championship's strong, it's healthy, it's, it's unpredictable, so, which is what the fans want and, you know, everybody wants, really. Absolutely, absolutely. And I mean, the thing is, you know, when you come across people talking about people like you and Jason uh, letting making room for younger drivers, I mean, for heaven's sake, you know, why don't they just give it a rest and let you get on with your lives, for heaven's sake? Well, you're always going to get people with opinions one way or the other, so they'll give them their opinions and let them crack on. So what they think has no bearing on my... my um, 
my um, your thought process, no, my competitiveness or my thought process of whether I'm going to stay in it or, or stay out because you're always going to have people trying to put you down or, or, or big you up. So you just got to focus on what's important and, you know, think about what you've got to do and do the best job for who you're involved with. With me, that's Honda and it's Halfords and Uwasa, so along with a bunch of other guys. So, um, yeah, do the best you can. It's interesting. I went into a Halfords the other day and I noticed there were some Halfords um, batteries there and some Uasa batteries. What I did discover was that apparently Uasa are making the batteries for Halfords, which I think is quite a... Talk about competing with yourselves. Yeah, it's a lovely idea. Uh, they have... Um, Yes, but they have different specs, Patrick. So, um, and uh, different standards of battery. <clears throat> so, if you want a premium one, it's it's a Uasa one. If you want a more of a budget one, not taking anything away from the Halfords, but Halfords do they they fight on quality as well and price. So, um, when Uasa is more of a premium brand, so it's it's so there's something an option for everybody. Absolutely. And you asked are obviously very prominent on the car. A design which I gather you'd actually been instrumental in to some extent. Uh, well, you asked of they've become synonymous with, with the Honda BTC program, almost like, dare I say, Marlborough did with McLaren and Ferrari back in you know, the heyday of Formula One. So, the heyday you know, of Formula One. I love the way you say that because that reminds me so much of what Formula One used to be like. You know, the Senna, Prost, Piquet, Mansell days. Um, when, you know, that's, that was allowed back then. But, um, and the liveries were, were fantastic and, um, you know, very striking. You know, it's, it's, it seems to have been all bit clamped down on these days on, on the loopholes and what you can do and everything. Absolutely. <clears throat> So, uh, Donington Park, I mean, uh, weather will obviously play its part. Tire choice will play its part. But it's interesting that tire choice seems to be, again, a very much a feature of basically making the weekend either work or not work quite as well as it could do. Yeah, I've already got my tire because we're allowed, so we've got to run so many times. We, we have to run this option tire in one race per weekend. And at certain weekends, it's harder. At some weekends, it's softer. At some weekends, the tire's going to run it's going to be better on the car. Other weekends, it's going to be worse on the car. And then you have to run it so many times through the season in the last race or the second race or the first race. So I'm, I've, I've already been through it with my engineer, and we've pretty much got our, our season mapped out of where we're going to run it. We're going to go against the grain a couple of times. Mm. Um, you know, but you've got to see how the weather pans out for you as well. So, yeah. I think also it's potluck if you actually happen to be... I mean, Josh Cook actually... Josh Cook benefited from basically being on a on a dry tyre in the circumstances, but I mean, you know, you you might just be lucky that one or, once or twice over the course of a weekend when you actually get it absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, Josh was in, incredibly lucky. He did a, he he drove well and he did a great job, but he was in, incredibly lucky um, because at Brands it wasn't the soft tyre was the best one to be on. It was it was the medium tyre, mm. and he was the only tyre on. He was the only car on the grid on the medium tyre in the first race because all the other slick runners were on the soft tyre. So he looked in a bit there, but um, that's the way it goes. So, just, uh... so what about the soft tyre? I mean, is, is it, when you say a soft tyre, is it likely to go off a lot quicker than, say, the harder tyre? I mean, it would seem obvious, but is that the way it works? It all depends on the weather and the track. Right. So, so much of it depends on that. Um, some tracks it likes... Um, Amazingly, the soft tyre likes hotter weather. 
in the colder weather, it, you know, it, it works well in the hotter weather. So when we get into the summer, it, it's, it's a pretty good option. In the winter, like now, it's not a good option because you slide a bit more in the winter, even though you don't see it from the outside. And you slide a bit more, and what that causes is the, the, the rubber to grain a bit. If it grains, it, it grains, it deteriorates. So it, with the soft tire, it can give you a good grip for a bit, and then it's, it's got a tendency to fall off a cliff so, uh, and really drop away, which it was doing to a lot of the runners at Brands. Um, but, um, yeah. And, of course, this, this situation will vary from track to track. I mean, Thruxton obviously is unique, but you're doing Thruxton twice this year as well, as, of course, aren't you, as well? Yeah, it's a bit of a home Grand Prix for us, so I'm looking forward to that one. It's always... Uh, Honda's, you know, often gone well around there. Um, you know, so uh, it's been a good good uh, hunting ground. It's local to Swindon for us, um, you know, with Honda manufacturing and everything. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Were you surprised at the news about um, Honda and Swindon? I think everyone was. Everyone was pretty shocked. Even uh, senior management at Honda UK, they got very, they got literally a few days' notice. So, um, but you know, they're saying it's the, the rumor going around. Well, it's not a rumor. The thing going around is it's a closure. It's a proposed closure at the moment. Right. So nothing is set in stone. They are looking at propose. They're they're proposing to close it. So that's one one thing they're going through. Uh, so nothing's guaranteed. Um, they're all this thing that it's it's definitely black and white. It's not at the moment. And also, I think um, there was a suggestion that another manufacturer was very interested in the site if uh, if they did move. I think they've had, from what I was told, they've had a lot of. They've been shocked by how many inquiries they've had for the site. Mm. Some for automotive manufacturings and some um some not you know some manufacturers have been on wanting it as a, a bolt-in straight away go it's got the line set in it's got a already extremely experienced dedicated workforce um so it'd be a natural for someone looking for extra capacity or production and you know the uk could be you know it could become a very good place to make cars everyone's scaremongering about brexit but it could be it could be a real song for somebody well i think the brexit situation is obviously having an impact <clears> on the <throat> motor industry generally at the moment because nobody nobody knows what the hell is going on really do they? well i mean it's not brexit there was there was the the reason you know honda were looking to change it's with the the move to electrification and some of the factories in in Japan are more or, or better set up with it, and the, I mean there's a whole multitude of things. It's not just mm. one this that or the other. So it's just um, they have to take everything into consideration about their global where they're going to sell cars and you know if they're upspecking the factories where it's more economical to do it. And of course hybrid is very much uh, in the uh, in the conversation about touring cars for the future as well at the moment, isn't it? Because they've I know they're looking for tenders for people to actually develop hybrid uh, technology. But um, again, this is clearly the route we're going to go. But uh, we're hopefully not going to completely lose uh, the impact of uh, 30 cars roaring around the racetracks. Well, I, I you know I was doing I can't remember what I've said to you before. I did a I did a talk at Honda a few months back, and I said my my mother was born very late in life. She was her father was 60 when she was born, mm. which you can tell how old my mother is. That, that's old back then. You know, people weren't living to 60 back then. So my, my grandfather on my mother's side, my mother's father, was born in 1883. Mm -hmm. You think about that. There's no cars, no motorbikes, no airplanes. You want to go to Australia, you get on a boat, and if you're lucky, you get there eight weeks later. Our children, if not our grandchildren, could possibly see the demise of the internal combustion engine. 
so there's if you look at the evolution and the history of mankind of thousands and tens of thousands millions of years there's only probably a, a less than 100 years where we've had you know we're burning fossil fuels and we you've had the smell of the castrolar the the violence and noise of a top fuel dragster or race car i mean how lucky are we to live in that that short period of time so i think i think i'm dead lucky to be in that involved in that because you know the generations to come won't won't have that experience absolutely i mean i i have to i have to say that i was delight i was delighted to grow up with steam trains and in fact i've got involved with uh, vintage trains over at tisley and uh, what's so lovely is they're going to actually include steam um, trains as part of the normal timetable running from Birmingham. Well, they still do in certain countries, don't they, I think? Yes, but I think it's yeah. absolutely brilliant. And, they, and, you know, vintage trains are, they're expanding this platform around the country. So you'll be able to either come in on a diesel if you want to, or an electric train, or you can oh, come right. in on a steam yeah. train. Absolutely brilliant. And I mean, yeah. you know, you can't beat, you can't beat the, the, the beauty of a steam train when it's in full flight or just even getting off the ground and starting up in a, in a station. It's all a very special uh, moment in that respect. But uh, there we go. I mean, you experience as a racing driver, I guess, some of the stuff that you might do at the revival at Goodwood or, or <coughs> members meeting as well, which is lovely. Yeah, you in, you, know, you sort of em embrace what it was like. And it was like, even when I started, it's, you didn't have any of this data logging or, you know, it was up to you and the, and the track and you had to go out and do it. And you know, if you if you weren't on the pace, uh, you you couldn't look on the computer and and figure it out. Um, you had to uh, you had to figure it out in your own head. Absolutely. And go and work it out. And I think which is better, you know. I I um, you know there was there's a lot more talent in you. You know th these days it can you can be monkey see monkey do. So you're looking for a lot smaller margins. Um, the revival, of course, at uh, at uh, Goodwood this time because uh, it clashed with the first round of, of the British touring cars. Yes. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, we all love doing the members' meeting, and the revival's going to conflict as well. So, mm. um, yeah, it is, it is what it is, though, mate. Unfortunately, yeah. But, but you've got a job to do as far as um, Halford, Uasa. Honda, Civic Type R, super, super going. Yeah, yeah, we've got our own thing. So, you know, it's something for everybody. You know, hopefully we'll be able to do um, the revival or the members meeting in another year to come. But, uh, Absolutely. Well, yeah, wish them all the best. It's, it's still a great spectacle and it's fantastic for anybody to see. Got a job to do at Donington Park this weekend. Are you yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I think if it's dry, we'll be, we'll, we, you know, I'm not confident. I'm optimistic. Um if it's wet, then it's a bit more of a curveball for us. I think, but I think it's going to be wet on Saturday, from what I've seen, or showers on Saturday and then dry on Sunday. So we could qualifying could be a bit more balls in the air, and then then um, Sunday we could be uh, getting our heads down. And the old tie bar, of course, uh, Henry's going to be racing in the Taurus Car Trophy, is it or touring? Yeah, which is now amalgamated with with uh, TCR UK. Yeah, which is the new series, so. <clears throat> Yeah, and 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 will will uh, will will carry on with the minis then basically? No, no, we've um, we've done our time in minis, which was we, you know they're great, um, but uh, they're gone now. We've moved on. Um, still a great series. I thoroughly recommend it to anybody. It's a great starting point, and they're going to be on the Toka package next year. So uh, Will's going to do a bit of long distance stuff in Creventic in the series in um, out in Europe. So. 
Um, he's had a quick taste of that in Dubai. He loved it because it all happens. You got a lot going on in those races. Um, so he's he's all right. So he's going to have a crack at that. Oh, fantastic stuff! Can I wish you all the very best at Donington Park this weekend? Uh, thank you, Patrick. I oh, appreciate that.